Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is your official Leguizamarama spoiler warning. If you have not seen the pilot episode of 2012's <laughs> The King of Van Eyes, which did his rounds on the internet a few months back, uh, and you've been like chomping at the bit to see it and you don't want it spoiled, I highly recommend not listening to this episode at about the halfway point. But you can listen to us talk shit up until that point. But also, if you have been chomping at the bit to see the 2012 pilot episode of The King of Van Eyes, fuck you. Right in. <laughs> that's let fucking, that's so <laughs> full on. Just watch it. Let, let us know why. Why are you I holding I want to know off? who you are. Yeah. yeah, who are you? Not yeah. fuck you. Who are you? Yeah, don't, I'm fascinated. I yeah, I, I want to get to know you. I want to know. I'm fascinated, but I feel negatively towards you. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, anyway, spoiler warning. Peace. I hate the word. I got, I got one leg and a pocketed ticket. Play a little cornstarch. My werewolf's man. Hello and welcome to Mission Zach's Leguizambarama, a podcast where for about three to four years, um, <laughs> people are watching everything starring an actor they like named John Leguizamo. I'm one of those two people. I'm Zach Ruane. You might know me from, um, uh, from uh, being in... Uh, a, a, a sitcom, you could argue. We mm. tried to go with narrative yeah. for the second one, um, but never, never, a, never a sort of traditional sitcom. I've never been near one of them. Yeah, I'm joined uh, as always by my co-host M- Mish Witchrup, who you might know from. Uh, I did a lot of work with a comedy group for a while, and then when they created a Netflix comedy show, I wasn't in it. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, let's- <laughs> We can, we can get into we can, that. No, 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 we don't have to. We can get into no, that. No, I reckon we can just jump that. We can just jump that. We're in LA. I mean, uh, <laughs> we're joined, not as always, a very special guest. Um, uh, I've got, I wrote down some things for the intro. Listen, you might know him as one third of Skills in Time or one of the fans. <laughs> One of the stars of the Fancy Boy variety show, but I'll always know him as Ethan Crumb in season two of The Tourist. <laughs> it's Greg Larson. Yes, hey, thank Greg. you. I also have been in a. Um, I was. I, you might have recognised me in a show. Another show. Something you were in it as well. That was on the ABC. The, yeah, sketch, sketch adjacent narrative comedy sort of. And yes. I was in a little bit playing you were, the candy shop man. You were the candy shop man in that. Mm, uh, yeah. Tons of people watch that. Mm, tons yeah. of people watch that. You were in mm. that. You're also in uh, the weekly. Uh, I've been a, a guest on the weekly. Yeah, yes. that's true. Oh, and the daily, today, the today, the today, tonightly, 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 today, today, today. I was on today tonight as. A, um, neighbor, I was fucking with my neighbor's hell. fence. Yeah, I was I was fucking with the fence. I had a dog that was just going crazy. I had garbage everywhere, and when they came to my house, I was just in like Sylvester and Tweety silky boxes, 
drinking a rum and coke and I chased the camera crew down the street going, get the fuck off my property! And that's how I'll always yeah. know you. Yeah. That's how, yeah, that's Misha's always. Yeah, tourist, we got to get that the guy The tourist is good or whatever. Yeah, but that was some good yeah, that shit. Was, that, was, that was the real shit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you know I actually know somebody who's um, like aunt and uncle were on a current affair for a neighbour's dispute. Really? They they were the ones who had the dispute with their neighbours. Oh, and my friend right. was so deeply ashamed mm. that they're, and I'm like, and I get it. Yeah. But they, their aunt and uncle wrote into a current affair and Amazing. was like, wow. our neighbours have piles of garbage in their backyard that's attracting yeah. rodents. And those rodents are now breeding that are now coming into our backyard. <laughs> and they did a 15 minute segment mm. on these that. two people from Carnegie. That, that is, incredible. That is incredible. That, yeah. It's, I also know someone who was on a current affair. Yeah. My father. <gasps> is this true? This is true. He no. was on it briefly because my father was a police. Ah. Oh, I thought you'd be like, police. he was a dodgy fish and chip yeah, shop he was owner. A dodgy fish and chip sh- <laughs> he, no, he was a dodgy fish and chip shop. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Wait, so your um, father was a police? Oh, he was a police. He was in the police. And yeah. he was on a current affair. He was on a current affair when they did a story about corrupt cops. Um, oh, yeah. No, he was on. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little buddy cheeky. <laughs> That's a little cheeky jibe. Um, a cab though, but I he he was on when um, th- th- they had t- so a current affair. It could have been today tonight. One it was one two. of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had filmed a woman who was Australia's most notorious drink driver who had her license suspended, and then they'd filmed her mm. like going to a pub, oh, great. and then and then driving the car, and then handed the tape to the cops. Yeah, and then my dad was the cop. That the they jumped her. Oh, that's <laughs> the jumped her in the park. And, and yeah, and he was just standing there, and then someone hands him a tape, and he just looks at the camera, going, "Hey." <laughs> <laughs> and then, the t- and then they were like, "The cops did nothing." And then, and the cops were like, "Yeah, you've handed us a tape that anyone could have made of anyone." Any like, there's no evidence that's, here. That's like- not evidence <laughs> of showing someone going to a pub. <laughs> And then driving a car. Yeah. There's no evidence that they've drunk, drunk drive, drunk drove. A genuine hypothetical. You're mm. at home, right? Mm. Picture yeah. you're at home. You're home alone, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. You knock on the door and Good you movie. open it and it's a current affair crew. Yeah. And they're like, right, so we're here to ask you some questions. Someone's yeah. called in and said you've been a bit of a bad man. Yeah. What is your instinct reaction? <sighs> Do you oh. slam the door? Do you answer the questions? Oh. Do you take off down the street? So I, I have... <laughs> I have a, like, I, unfortunately, I know what I would do in that situation because I, I was in almost that situation. No. And it God. bothers me. I still lie in bed at wake at night thinking about it. No. Not that I was a bad man. Mm. I was bad man adjacent. Oh. Yeah. There was in my street a fire that was caused by bad, bad man. man or men throwing Molotovs. Wow. Like, literally, oh. like, opposite my house. Yeah. And I heard a knock on the door and it was Channel 9. They had a camera crew and everything. And they were saying, can we ask you about this? Can we talk to you about this? And my initial reaction was one of fear and confusion and just going, <laughs> oh, sorry. And then I was just like, people will recognize me. They'll know where I live. Mm. Like, I don't like this. I don't know what to do. I'd just woken up. Mm. And I said, I'm sorry, I'm not. I'm not comfortable talking to the news. And they said, yeah, fine, whatever. And they walked off. And it was about 30 minutes later after I'd had a coffee that I went, I could have 
been one of those cooked units on the news describing. Like I could have stood there with my shirt off in my front yard going, and then they've come up, right, and gone fully doors. And the flames like, and I'll chase him down. I've got my cricket bat out. I was going, get in, you bastard. And I could have been, I could have done That's that. Literally you could have been the Tick Tick Boom Girl. Yeah. I could have been the Tick Tick Boom Girl. Yeah. I could have done it. Did, do you know the Chick Chick Boom Girl or whatever was literally, like, I mean, I think it's probably quite clear now, but was mm. just playing it up. Like, she just was mm. like, yeah, all right. And yeah. everyone was just like, what a stupid bitch. I can't believe it. I'm like, no, no. Yeah. This, she got accosted by a camera crew and she's obviously yeah. a little bit fucked up on a night yeah. out and was just like, all right, well, I'm going to have fun with this, you fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then everyone was like, yuck, most hated woman mm. in Australia. It's like, no, if you think back, Chick Chick Boom Girl was just like, Fuck you. Yeah. This is great. Yeah. Australian of the year. 100. Australian <laughs> of the where year. Where is she What now? a legend. What yeah. an absolute legend. And that could have been you, It could have been me. If I had had my coffee, I reckon, it's like, don't even talk to me before I've had my cup of joe. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? You know what yeah. I'm talking about? We get it here. Oh, I, yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't, even, don't even. But I, I can't. I can't stop thinking because that's my dream. Yeah. That's my dream is to be a crazy guy on the news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To yeah. be actually be on there. That's always been my dream. Not <laughs> not a crazy guy as in like, oh, comedian Greg Larson had a meltdown on stage, mm-hmm. but just I've tricked them into thinking I'm a local neighbourhood character. Yeah, and you could have. Like, that's I could, they, Channel 9 They were news, there at they, my door. They came to that was, me. You were so, yeah, they know. came to you. They, they came, came to me. I've spent, I've spent time thinking about how I would scheme and scam mm. A current affair, mm. how I would get them to come to me and film me. I've mm. spent time thinking about it, and this was my chance, and I didn't take it. Well, that's, yeah, that's that's fucked. rough. Oh. That's like a beautiful story. Yeah, I now would, you'll spend the rest of your life thinking wondering about what if. if if it happens. For you, again. it's a dream. For me, that is one of my genuine. It's a genuine nightmare. I think about. Mm. It's my Roman Empire, right? I mm. think about it. At least twice a week, the idea mm. that, like, I open my door and there is a story about me being some piece of shit. And no matter what I do, I can't get out. If current affair is at my door and that skinny little liberal cunt is there <laughs> being like, well, no, answer the questions, Mish. No, answer the questions, Mish. You did this and I didn't do anything wrong. You will forever, there's forever going to be mm. a group of current affair lovers. And that show gets mm. views still, by Ooh. the way. Ooh. That show, people Television watch it. Still, they will yeah. forever think that I'm a piece of shit because that show decided to make me look like one. You that's know what a, I mean? It's a, a genuine fear. That's a little irrational. I, <laughs> I, I, like, I, I don't, I don't want to pass too much judgment here, yeah. but I th- now am s- I think <laughs> you've got skeletons in your closet. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like that I have fear spent is years too... hiding them. <laughs> oh, my fear is that, very... that someone will find out <laughs> that I keep garbage bags in my yeah. backyard. Yeah. <laughs> She's got human fecal matter yeah. in, her, in her bedroom. Like that's <laughs> the poo that lady sell... of Australia. <laughs> I mean, so I'm petrified that people are going to find out that I sell dodgy secondhand cars. You know what I mean? <laughs> when everyone finds that out, I'm fucked. Yeah. I reckon I'd be of the the you know yeah, the smarmy. I reckon I'd be the smarmy smile mm. school. You know. <laughs> Okay. Oh. See, uh, no, mate, no comment on that one. Uh, <laughs> you know, those, ones, those guys, I love those ones. Oh, so. that's I've heard about this, and I've never been able to find the footage. But I heard what's the what's that? Hey, Dad, guy. Oh, Robert yeah, yeah. Hughes. Hey, Dad, guy. Yeah. yeah I Robert heard. Hughes. I heard there was like one of the someone accosted him with a camera. You know, back when it was all kicking off before he was in jail, and he did. He didn't know what to do, and he pulled his like sunglasses down and went, "Oh, hey, mate." <laughs> And I want to see that so bad. I don't know if it's real. I've heard stories of it, but I've never seen the footage. 
I want to see that footage more than anything. I love that. I also just want to note uh, just that you just said, you know, that hey dad guy looking for his name. And I was like, ah, yes, hey dad guy. <laughs> yes, and, then yes, I, him. and then I immediately said Robert Hughes as if I don't know the hey dad. Like, you know, hey dad guy. I think Robert Hughes is his name. Giant yeah. portrait tattoo yeah. of him on your pet. Yeah. God, that was a bad day for you because yeah. you always loved hey dad. <laughs> I remember Comedy Festival 2012, Greg was like, you seen Hey Dad? <laughs> Guys, see this show called Hey Dad, man? I got it on DVD. Come out, have a watch. Let's have a marathon. It's funny and it's wholesome. We're like, yeah. We get it, Greg. <laughs> It'll never go out of style. That's the cool thing about Hey Dad. It'll always be relevant. You guys love your mash and your friends. I actually don't think I've ever seen an episode of Hey Dad. Really? Well, you should check it out. Now. Now's the best time. DVDs of Hey Dad are as rare as hen's teeth. Hey, it's got a 5.6 on IMDb. (laughs) And Robert Hughes. I bet there's people out there that are legitimately still defending it. (laughs) Like, just being like, it was a good show. Don't let... Don't let the artist get in the way of the art. Yeah. There's there's been at least five serious debates about Mm. whether we can separate art from artist in relation (laughs) to Hey Dad. Hey, for 100%. (laughs) Yeah. There's so I many just, people that were just like, nah, fuck that guy, he fucked up. And then Robert Hughes gets done. They're like, I think it's really important that we recognise that <laughs> Hey Dad was actually quite a cultural phenomenon and we've got to respect him for that. It was a watershed moment in the Australian <laughs> media landscape. <laughs> you know? Oh, rough, oh, rough, rough, rough. Greg, um, are you a fan of uh, John Leguizamo? Yeah. Uh, do, you, do you know who John Leguizamo was before this podcast? Absolutely, I knew who he was before this podcast. Oh, great. And I love him. I genuinely love him. I think he's like a cool, yeah. he's a cool guy. Yeah. He's just a cool guy. Yeah. Would you hang four years of your life off doing a podcast about him? Not a chance. <laughs> okay, so even we're about halfway. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't even think about it. I think about it for a second and then I go, nah, there's got to be something else I can do as a podcast. There's got to be something else. It's like anything else. It's like Romeo and Juliet's good, Mm. but you guys are fucked. What the fuck? Well, no, so often we have people on here who have no idea who he Mm. is. So it's really Mm. nice to be able to put you in the pool of people who actually knew who he was. He, he, and correct me if I'm wrong, but he he was in, um, what's that recent movie, Chef Man? Chef Menu. Menu. Oh, menu. and the menu. Yes, yeah, he's yeah. been in two oh. chef, two, two chef men, two iconic recent chef movies. Chef yeah. man movies. What was the other one? Chef. chef. Oh, chef. Yeah, he was in chef oh, as well. Was that the one with um? What's the other John guy? John Favreau. John Favreau. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he wrote and directed it and cast mm. the two most beautiful women. Yeah. In Hollywood, as his love interests. <laughs> yeah, like, listen, it's been fun, Scarlett Johansson, but I got to get back to the oh, my, my marriage with Sophia Vergara. Sophia Vergara. Like, oh, so it's so annoying. My my wife, Sophia Vergara, she loves me so much. She wants to fuck me all the time. But now this new girl who's working for me, Scarlett Johansson, she wants to fuck me too. I got to stop so living hard. in fantasy land with Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> I gotta get back to the mother of my my child, Sophia Vergara. <laughs> it would be cool if the movie ended with him suddenly breaking the fourth wall, turning to camera and going, also, now we're Polly. And then <laughs> <laughs> they both come and the final credits 
rather them just having hard yeah. sex. Yeah. Hard early nineties thriller full sex. Poly. <laughs> We're full poly. <laughs> it's a beautiful it's a beautiful story about a father reconnecting with his son after putting his work first. I really liked it until he looked down the barrel of the camera, brought in Scarlett Johansson and Sophia Vergara and said he was poly with them. <laughs> And then gave them both a kiss that they kind of reluctantly went with, but didn't love. And then there was like text that said, and then the chef was real good and his restaurant was great. And he was poly with two babes forever. And also the chef had the biggest dick. (laughs) The biggest fucking dick you've ever seen. Scientists tried to steal it, but he was like, no way. And he made them a meal and they went, fuck, that's such a good meal. Oh, so funny. And yes, he was in the menu. He was in the menu and he got a century in cricket. (laughs) And the final shot is just him making out with Sofia Vergara while Scarlett Johansson rubs his back in approval. And then and there's text, more text that says back rubs, question mark. Yes, please. And we're okay with that. I imagine know. there's a lot of back rubbing in poly relationships. Yeah, I'm sure. It's yeah. <laughs> just a lot of like, yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm in it. I'm in, I'm in it too. I'm having a little, I'm having a go. It's just a lot, of, like, a lot of shoulder shrugs. Going, I don't like you as much. <laughs> I don't actually like you as much. <laughs> You're not as much. And then the and the per- and ironically the, the person in the back rub is the person that's going. I'm not. I wish this was not a poly. <laughs> I wish this was just me and you. It's one of my. Does it have to be poly? <laughs> it's one of my favorite uh, favorite things in the world is watching interviews with poly oh, couples. My favorite. I was about to say. And so my good. favorite genre is confident woman and two nerdy boys. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, that's it's, a good genre. It's the that's hot. A good ga- genre. It's the hot gamer with the. Flu- green hair mm. and two guys that are about a four. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that are a bit too but skinny. But together they make an eight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's true. That's and they all they just worship her. Yeah. Well, she and is you the just... hottest thing they yeah. have ever seen and they worship her. And there's her. a layer of like they'd rather not, but they, yeah. they'll oh. take it. They <laughs> definitely rather not. There's... Those interviews, like, where they go into their homes and stuff. She's like, so tonight I'm spending it with Jared, but tomorrow night I'll be spending it with Daniel. Good night, Daniel. And Daniel's just kind of sitting by himself in a lounge room <laughs> on one of those leather couches that's old, so the leather's loose. It's and he's like, oh, bye, babe. Sleep on the couch. <laughs> and then they close the door like the godfather. He's <laughs> <laughs> just in there, oh, okay. yeah, can I have a- And then they interview Daniel. They're like, how do you feel about this? He's like... I'm open to it. She's uh, got a lot of love to give. <laughs> I don't want to hold her back. And he's just clearly so depressed. Oh, man. <laughs> I, oh, that reminds me of this show. And I don't know. Like, I have to re-look up this show. It was, it was a show that was cancelled after, like, four episodes. Mm. And it was about adults adopting adult children. Right. Like adopting people that were already adults and saying, I'm your legal parent now. Like you never had a child. Is it like a like, reality oh, show? It's a reality show. And it's and it's like this couple, right? There's this man and a woman who are adopting a woman who's from like England. They're in America. They're adopting a woman. I think she's from England. And she's a full woman. She's a, an adult woman who's Is she in her- pregnant? No, she's not pregnant. Oh, okay. She's in like her- She's young, but she's not like a teen. She's in like her 20s or something. <laughs> 
and the the couple they are older and and they never had kids mm. and they were like we always wanted to have kids and it's too late for us to have kids and we'd like a relationship with an adult who is our daughter, you know, mm. and can be our daughter. And like, she's going to come over and she's going to live here and she's going to live like, we've got like a trailer outside and, mm. and she's going to stay with us. And the whole time, you know, I'm looking at it going, who's the one who's into this sexually? Yeah. <laughs> and, and then at first I'm like, maybe I'm just being too gross. Maybe I'm being too cynical, you know, whatever. And then the man said, oh, look, I am worried about falling in love with her. <laughs> Yeah, and the wife was like, "Yeah, we did uh, tried this once before, and they fell in love and had an affair." Um, but I've forgiven him now, and like now we're just it's just gonna be bizarre. <laughs> like just adopting that is this so. Adult woman. How did that show only do four episodes? I don't know. I um, have to find this. I got what, what is this show called? I can't even remember what it's called. It's called like Adopt Me Daddy. Adult Daddy Kid. <laughs> Adopt me, adult daddy. Adopt me, adult daddy. That's where it fell apart was the name. (laughs) Adopt me, adult daddy. (laughs) Ooh, ooh. (laughs) That's not what you think. That's that's actually a really, that's a good idea for a podcast. A podcast called Adopt Me, Adult Daddy. Yeah, we make it Ooh, ooh. Ooh, ooh. That's the full title. Yeah, Adopt yeah. Greg Larson's new podcast. You, 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 you'd yeah. only do it if you could get like the backing of a really big podcast network. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Greg, Greg Larson's new podcast. <laughs> Adopt me, adult daddy. Ooh, ooh. And each week I'm there dressed as a baby. <laughs> and I have a new adult daddy. That this I'm week it's Osher Goodsberg. <laughs> and, I keep, and I keep stressing it's absolutely not a sexual thing. This is a pure like joy of... Of, of parenthood. And then about seven minutes into every episode, you're like, I know when I, if I was going to be adopted internationally, this is the luggage I'd want to take. It's like a really spenny sponsorship. <laughs> Each week, Greg Larson tries to convince a different Australian celebrity to adopt him. Fuck, I'm, an, I'm annoyed. You get like Grant Denyer. <laughs> yeah. I'm so, I'm so annoyed that I just started a podcast <laughs> and it's not this. Well, you can just incorporate yeah, that. Yeah, in. I can start. You've got yeah. an RS feed now. We'll just chuck him in. Yeah, <laughs> just on Thursdays, yeah. on, on whatever day your main <laughs> podcast, you got yeah. your main. Yeah. And then on Thursdays, you put out Adopt yeah. Me Adult <laughs> Daddy. Well, it's, it'd be funny if my show sort of slowly <laughs> transitioned into that. So, like, just like little things change week to week. And then yeah. by the end, people would be like, remember when it was just a podcast? <laughs> That wasn't a man getting def- different daddies to adopt him. And like, not would really. Would you have the guests on, or would it just be a message to that guest? They got it. They got to be on. Yeah, yeah. they and come on. Yeah, they they, they have to. <laughs> they, it has to be like recording from the moment they enter the room. Like someone else has to take them there. Yeah, and the rooms all set up, ready to go. And they don't know what the show. Is. They think the show is called the Greg Larson Show. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's all recording. There's. 20 videos and the door <laughs> opens and there's just signs everywhere and like like screens everywhere that have a graphic of me in a, in a baby's costume yeah. and it says adopt me adult daddy and I'm on the table in an adult in baby, diaper in an adult diaper shaking a bottle and a rattle and, and they open the door we have to see their reaction and they come in and it says adopt me adult daddy and we have to see how many celebrities don't just walk out like how many will go? Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll do. This. I love the idea that like the, the your producers like, hey, um, just with these Oscar campaign at the moment, Mark Ruffalo's interest, but it will. <laughs> 
but he does want to do it over Zoom. And you're just thinking, can yeah. we do this over yeah, Zoom? Yeah. to do it over Zoom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just the idea of like a, like a Mark Ruffalo type on Zoom yeah. just being like, okay. Yeah. And, and like, and at first, like the screen's not working. He's like, sorry, I can't see the screen. And we're like, oh, okay, sorry. I think something's frozen. Like we're not getting it up. And then and finally he's like, oh. And then he just, and then just disconnects. <laughs> I like just personally the idea of just getting a bunch of B-grade mm. Aussie celebrity. Yeah. David Campbell. Get him yeah. on. Sonia yeah. Kruger. Yeah. Kerry-Ann. Yeah, Kerry-Ann. Yeah. Kerry-Ann. Would Kerry-Ann adopt? <laughs> Let's find out I this reckon- week if yeah. Kerry-Ann <laughs> will be place, Greg Larson's I would place a solid fitty on her walking out. Would, yeah. David Campbell would stay. Yeah, David yeah. Campbell. David Campbell's sitting down. Right, I, who's him. David Campbell again? Uh, he's uh, Jimmy Barnes's son. <laughs> He's a nice guy. He's <laughs> a really no, nice bloke. I'm sure he's cool. <laughs> He'd adopt you. He'd adopt he would you. Adopt He'd stick you. around for adult the pod daddy. at least. Yeah. <laughs> I do, I do love the idea of just like, <laughs> oh, man, uh, it's always in room. We've always preferred it to be Australian celebrities, but Robert Downey Jr. wants to promote Oppenheimer. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get him for 20 minutes. I think it's worth it. What would be? Okay. No, this is, this is the ultimate version of this, right? The ultimate version <laughs> is that Robert Downey Jr. comes in for a podcast and it's a room exactly like this yeah. one. Yeah. There's a, a host and he sits down. There's a table in the middle. And for 20 minutes or so, he talks Oppenheimer. Yeah. He talks about, you know, his struggles as an actor and the, the next phase of his life. And as he's sort of talking, <laughs> suddenly a light starts, like a red light starts flashing. And they're like, oh, sorry, just sorry. And then the table goes, and there's like smoke and stuff. And it opens up. The table opens up and slowly I'm raised up on a platform in a nappy. And then just slowly signs start coming down that says adopt me adult daddy. And, and then it all and then the finally door's gets, locked. Yeah, the doors lock. And like guys come in with like sort of riot shields and block all access out. And then and then it's like Oh, and now, now for the, and then the host just without sort of making a big deal about because now for the adopt me adult daddy portion of the podcast, um, and then I try and convince him to adopt me for five minutes. Then, when he says yes or no, I go okay, thank you, and then just slowly get lowered back down. The table closes, the guards leave, and he's like, so anyway, we're talking about the third stage of your career. <laughs> I think that's the version. Oh my yeah, god, that's good. so that good. That has to happen yeah. somehow. Greg, I don't know you how can to take that. Like that if you want yeah, to you can make that, that a segment one. on your yeah. podcast, yeah, I feel will. Free. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you want, you're yeah. welcome to have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like I just want to say yeah. unequivocally here, yeah. like for the record, that mm. one's yours. That one's yeah. yours. Cheers. <laughs> that one's yours. Cheers. I'll take the next this one, but that one can be yours. Yeah. After the break, we're going to say whether we would adopt Greg. Uh, so stick around and then we'll be talking about King of Van no- no- Noise. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash people today. 
Welcome back. Yes, I would adopt Greg. Sure. Thank you, <laughs> Thank you daddies. Ooh woo. <laughs> You lower back down. And Thank down. you, daddies. <laughs> I really like the idea of when you come up, there's a lot of effects. Yeah. But when you yeah. go down, there isn't. <laughs> I, like that the eff- I like the idea of all the effects as you're coming up and then it stops flashing lights and you're sitting at the table and then you just spend five minutes, which is quite a long time, <laughs> trying to convince this celebrity to adopt yeah. you. All right, so look, I'm clean. <laughs> do my own dishes. I'm very clean. I don't don't love hot showers, so I won't use all the hot water. And then just, woo woo. I also like the idea that that, that it's easy to make the table open automatically, but Um, really hard to make it close. So for the rest of the interview, you can just sort of see you in some shots. It's open. It's about three centimetres. You can just see my face. Peering out. Just a total blank stare. Just a complete blank stare. <laughs> and you have to go really like <laughs> yeah. tight against the bottom to oh, make sure you're not in most of the yeah. shots. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, my uh, God. Okay. Um, <laughs> thank you, adult daddy. <laughs> thank you, <laughs> Of course the daddy's an adult. <laughs> Why is it adult daddy? <laughs> like... <laughs> Daddy's the only one who, by nature of daddies, <laughs> the nature of daddies Dad. is that they are adults. Daddies are adults. That's they are adults by nature. One of the key touchstones of becoming an Daddy. adult. Okay, adult yeah. daddy. That's if they say no. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. Oh, no, adult daddy. Oh, woo. <laughs> oh, woo. Oh, okay. Goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that was goodness great. Gracious me. Um, mm. On that incredibly happy note, yeah. um, I think it's time we talked about the pilot episode of The King of Van Nuys. Yeah. Uh, if you guys are ready for yeah, it. Yeah, I'd love yeah. to. Yeah, yeah, Fantastic. Yeah. So we found this clip on YouTube. Thank you to everyone who sent it to us. We had a lot of listeners go, you mm. have to watch this. Yeah. Um, so thanks for that. Uh, so <laughs> here's, um, here's the, the blurb about The King of Van Nuys. The King of Van Nuys pilot episode is a 2012 American remake of a highly successful British sitcom called Only Fools and Horses. The biggest difference between the original and the remake is that the original ran for seven seasons and won multiple awards, and the remake, The King of Van Nuys, ran for one single pilot episode and has a total of seven Back to the Future callbacks. <laughs> the King of Van Nuys stars John Leguizamo as Dell and Dustin Yabara as his brother Donnie. Together they try a bunch of get-rich-quick schemes, but we only see one of them because the show only lasted for the pilot episode before it was dropped harder than Doc's fall from the clock tower and back to the future. <laughs> Christopher Lloyd plays their grandfather, the same Christopher Lloyd from classics like Adam's Family, The Page Master, and Back to the Future. As stated earlier, John plays the slick, wisecracking Dell. I'd say it's Leg was Hollywood era, but it's more like Dad Guizamo in a Leg was Hollywood suit. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, you can watch this pilot episode on YouTube and you can watch Back to the Future on Netflix. Great. So there's a, there's a lot. There's a, right in the title. <laughs> I don't like, remember this is an American thing. I was like the king of Van Noy, Noise, mm. but then they pronounced Van Eyes. Yeah, it's Van Eyes. Van Eyes. Van Eyes. Yeah. Why yeah. did they pick a place that was had a spelling that looked different to the. 
it's already you're already on an uphill battle, you know. Yeah. Like, you know, the king of queens. Well, it's almost yep. like <laughs> <laughs> which already exists. No, maybe avoid king of. Yeah, really, you've yeah. Destroyed it. <laughs> um. I've, it's worth noting as well, I think this is correct. I only read one thing that said this, so I didn't mm. uh, actually check my resources or anything. But um, this was actually pitched a few years before the pilot was released and it was mm. rejected. Mm. Yeah. So they pitched it to a bunch of networks. The same cast, the cast was on board, mm. got a bunch of rejections, like, sorry, no one wants it. And then a few years later they pitched it with the same cast again and the one network said, we'll give you money for a pilot. Yeah. And then they made this pilot and it never aired. And they were like, we can't, no, you can't uh, mm. put this on. I, Have either of you ever seen Only Fools and Horses? No, no. it's no. not one no. I've seen. And I uh, I was like, oh, I should watch. But I feel like if I'd watched one, I wouldn't. It, it sounds like you've got to watch at least a few seasons to get it. Yeah. From what I gather, because I have also have not seen it, but mm. from what I gather, the only similarity is, is that it's two brothers trying to make money. Get yeah. Quick. yeah. Yeah. And that's, see, that in and of itself... It's 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 quite funny to see, you know, a network or producers or whoever. I don't know who fucked it up. <laughs> I don't know who in the process <clears throat> fucked it up. But the premise isn't terrible. No, no. Two brothers doing get rich quick schemes mm. each each and every week. It's another zany scheme. Yeah, zany schemes are fun. A hundred percent. Zany schemes are fun, and even the zany scheme they have in this, mm. in isolation on paper, isn't. A terrible way to get a few little chuckles. Mm. Which know. is the, the zany scheme is he buys a a uh, DeLorean. Mm-hmm. Which, monster truck version. But a monster mm. truck version mm. of the DeLorean. Yeah. Now, we need to be very clear here. Yeah. Mm. If you think, oh, that's a subtle little reference to Back mm. to the Future. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that's fun. I wonder how they mm. make... Um, they don't play it subtle. No. No. Because it's like, it's almost like they were like, we need a big name for the grandfather, right? Mm. They're like, well, we can get Christopher Lloyd. Mm. And the person who was like, who made the decision, the final decision to cast him, knew him solely from Back to the Future. <laughs> yeah. Like, was just like, oh, that's the doctor from Back to, that's the guy Doc, not Doctor. That's Doc mm. from Back to the Future. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Without actually considering this legend's entire filmography. And then they proceeded every so the, the episode goes for 22 minutes there mm. are seven references to back to the future that means that like every 3 to 4 minutes they did a back to the future reference and it it it's baffling to imagine the mind of a human being <laughs> that would that would make in the pilot episode mm. the pilot the mm. pilot episode Something that you do in a show when you are just about out of ideas. Yep. <laughs> that's what happens. Yep. That's what happens when you're like season eight into the show mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, what if they, they get a DeLorean and then they make they say the actor Christopher Lloyd's name mm. and they <laughs> yeah. say, Isn't Christopher Lloyd dead? And then Christopher Lloyd I think so. says, I think he is yeah. dead. Like <laughs> That's the joke you make when you are out of ideas and you're like, let's just break down the fourth wall. Yeah, and I'll say something you... Get rid of it. 100%, you don't bring it up. You don't bring up that Christopher Lloyd from Back to the Future is in the show Mm. because when you do, it makes people go, oh, that's funny. Mm. Like, do you Mm. know what I mean? Like, oh, they just did a Back to the Future reference and that's Christopher Mm. Lloyd, ha-ha. Like, they did it in... um, 
Will and Grace, right? Mm. I'm not a. I've, I've never watched the show very often, but I believe there was a character that always did a share impersonation. That was their whole shtick. Uh. And then right in the last season, Share was on the show for like five seconds. Yeah. Mm. Saw the impression mm. and went, that's not a very good impression. That was the joke. Mm. And he's like, oh, whatever, and walked away. And yeah. it's like, that's done very. If you brought Share yeah. in mm. <laughs> at the first episode, yeah. Idiot. Like, yeah, that's such a good and, point. But even then, like, it's. It's it's totally breaking the format of the show. It's mm. like it's even more than that because the actor playing who's saying the words Christopher Lloyd is Christopher Lloyd. Yeah. And like it it's just it's maddening yeah. that you can there are so many get rich quick schemes in the world. Yeah. There are so many funny things you could do to get yeah. rich. There's a the show they're doing probably had lots. Yeah. The show that they're adapting probably yeah. had quite a few yeah. in the seven seasons they ran for. They could have just bought a pick, monster truck. Pick. <laughs> they could have bought a monster truck. They could have bought a DeLorean monster truck and not had the guy from Back to the Future in, in it. it. <laughs> they could like that in of itself is is fine if, yeah. if if Christopher Lloyd's not in it going, this seems familiar <laughs> when he's in the DeLorean. It's honestly, it's just kind of a it it's like the episode was made. So it would get picked up for another season and the creators were like, the only way this is going to get picked up for another season to guarantee it mm. is if we push that we've got Christopher Lloyd in this. Mm. Yeah. That's clearly what they were thinking. They're like, well, we'll do this one, mention him constantly. Mm. Fucking insane. But And, and also, who's it for? Because this is 2012. Mm-hmm. I mean, Back to the Future is a famous, big famous movie as well, but like young people that may, may not have seen it. Mm. Or who didn't care. Yeah, who didn't I mean? care. Like, like not, it's not like a subtle joke here and there. Mm. There's like seven jokes. Yeah, and it's they're going to so be like, profoundly. What does that mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> why are you why are you talking? Yeah, if you're watching this and you haven't seen, you don't know Christopher Lloyd. Mm. Mm. How strange of an experience that would oh be. My yeah, God, it would like be why so is that funny that the old man thinks that Christopher Lloyd is dead? Yeah, that someone I've not heard of is dead. <laughs> <laughs> why do they? I and so I have one theory though. Uh, it's not a real one. It's just a joke one. My one theory is: what if this is the pilot for a show? What if this isn't the form breaking? What if the idea is every one of their get rich quick schemes is related to one of their previous films? What if every episode was meant oh. to be like, oh, what if we sell drugs and then they keep making spun references? Yeah. Or what if they're like, oh, uh, I just got cast in a production of Romeo and Juliet? Yeah. Like- yeah, that would be such a fucking drainer. <laughs> what a strange I, like, show I, that would be. I always <laughs> like to try, like, you actually said it about. If I think back three years ago, yeah, when we watched a particular very small kind of indie film that he'd done, and you were like, "You've got to kind of take into consideration like how important this project might be for a person." Yeah, like yeah. A, mm. a first time director. It was a first time director's thing, right? I've forgotten what movie it was. It was like some some bullshit. Some bullshit. It was shit. Some bullshit. I don't remember what it fucking was, but um. And so I always have, and I've remembered that. And so I try and always watch everything as like, this was important to somebody and I don't want to completely shit on it. Mm. Occasionally on this podcast, we're th- like, we're uh, what, nearly three years deep. Yeah. Mm. There have been two or three times where I've just been like, I did not like this. It's okay. Make it four. I did not like this. <laughs> it's all right, Mish. And all right. I know. And I would be willing to bet that, like, I mean, they this wasn't released by the network. It's like, hey, mm. if you want to watch this pilot, here you go. Mm. This was like, Uncovered by some secret source and released to the internet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because it's so deeply embarrassing how bad this show this, was. This show 
feels like I remember there was a um a review. Did, did you have a, this is an odd reference, but did you ever hear a movie of a movie called Wagons East? No. John Candy. It was John Candy's last film. Yeah, right. Um, and he he died during the production of the film, and they used like they spliced footage of him into it. You know that what you know they used footage that they'd already shot to splice him into other scenes. And there was a famous, um, I think it was a Roger Ebert review, mm. a famous negative review where he he said like he genuinely thinks that maybe the movie. I'm butchering the whatever he said, but to paraphrase, he was like, I, I think that it was made by aliens <laughs> who understand sort of the rhythms of comedy, but don't understand what it is. Mm. Yeah. Like they understand, oh, if a person falls over, that's a comedy thing. So like have that happen mm. 17 times. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah, what yeah. this show felt like. It felt like at no point, more than any other sitcom I've ever seen, <laughs> it felt like the like the laughs were just like, and put a laugh after that sentence because then it's a funny sentence. <laughs> like it was just like, oh, I'm going to, what do you like? Think about my new jacket. And then it's a, <laughs> <laughs> It was like that it bit was- of The Simpsons where he's like, Smithers, I'm home. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just. The, can- the laughter in this was fucked. It was mm. like stop start. It was mm. awful. But there were even times where it was a little lackluster. There were yeah. even like this yeah. one point where Christopher Lloyd walks in and the audience isn't quite sure whether to treat him like a Kramer or not. So there's like mm. a. In the like, silly little tracksuit. But yeah. no, you're so right. It's like, oh. Poo jokes are funny. Jokes about mm. poo, like toilet mm. poo, poo jokes. Mm. Well, like, well, let's do four of them. Then, yeah, because they're funny. Yeah. And yeah. there were like seven Back to the Future references, four poo jokes, and I'm all for a poo joke. Yeah, mate. It, yeah. A well timed, well placed that, uh, poo. You guys get mm. it. Yeah. <laughs> this oh, is a room I've, of people that can appreciate oh, yeah. a joke I've, about poo. You know, I've, I've, I've dabbled in <laughs> yeah poo joke. humor like that in, in, on occasion. Yeah, we can appreciate <laughs> a poo joke. But mm. when you just throw four in, mm. just because the uh, concept of poo is funny. Oh, uh, yeah. Also, I, and this is something I discovered from doing this podcast. Mm. If the pilot ended with every single one of those characters killing themselves, <laughs> I wouldn't have cared. No. <laughs> I had no investment in anyone. Yeah. And to me, like, when I, especially with television shows, mm. I have to give a shit about somebody. Mm. Do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to be invested in someone for it to be successful. If you look at Prison Break, right? Mish loves Prison Break. I love break. Prison mm. Break. Big, big, big I prison want... Break. Did you like Prison Break? I've never seen it. Oh, you simply but must. But I, I once broke out of a prison. Oh, well, then you'd get it. <laughs> I was in there for killing a, a boy. <laughs> did you? I, 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 see, this is... Okay, so... This is the problem with comedy, right? Sometimes you think of something and it's not funny. (laughs) It's not good. But like if they had thought of that in the Mm. King of Van noise, Noise. they would have gone, yeah. Yeah. There you go. That's a joke. It's in. 100%. (laughs) First thought. Without without a doubt. First thought, jack it in. But I... Like I hated everyone in this, mm. even Christopher Lloyd, for signing mm. the piece of paper that said he would do this show. Mm. But it was just bad. And the, they would there were two female characters in it as well, and both mm. of them were heinous. One of them was just the annoying ex-wife, blur, mm. but she had great breasts. Mm. And then another one was just 
A woman that doesn't exist. Some like crazy woman who just needed to fuck John Leguizamo <laughs> yeah. immediately in the bathrooms where she was like pushing him against walls and ripping his clothes off and biting his tongue. And yeah. he was like, oh, God, no, this is just wow, too much. And she's just like, I absolutely must fuck you in this public toilet. Yeah. That was her character arc. And there's a guy <laughs> that, and they bust in on a guy who's sitting on the toilet <laughs> in a pub reading a newspaper and drinking a beer. Taking a shit. Taking a shit. <laughs> what what yeah. world? This what world is this? What what place is this? It was very strange. I really love. I think. I think this makes me want to go on like a pilot run because there's something oh, really. The thing about American sitcoms, yeah, yeah, that's a podcast. The thing about American sitcoms is they're all about um, character. Like they're mm. all about characters that you love, and mm. and almost all the jokes I feel like are about. Oh, I, they would say that. Or there's this mm. tone of mm. like, oh, that is their dynamic. Mm. So there's something so desperate and like rough, even about pilots for good shows that are mm. so weird. Mm. And this has this where it's just like, oh, my ex-wife. And you're yeah. like, yeah. we have not established, but particularly that guy. Mm. The guy yeah. doing the shit, the suicidal man who like lost his job, mm-hmm. who's meant to just be like the norm of this bar. Mm. Mm. It's just like, who is this man? Yeah, like, it's, it, I, I, uh, knowing what I know about the production of television, yeah. I genuinely believe that this is one of those situations where it potentially was a good idea. People were passionate about it and they were passionate about it enough to get meetings and to get things up. And then people that wear suits in the network or whatever were like, what if you change this and what if you change that and what if you do this? And then eventually it got to the point where deals were signed and money was in people's pockets and there was about 70,000 cooks in the kitchen Mm. and everyone went, let's just finish it and Mm. get it done. Yeah. It's it's a project made with no one. Like people are are long since dead inside. Mm. And yeah. they just get it done. This like, is like when you said, you know, you, you like someone cares and that's why mm. you don't want to like badmouth it. Like I don't think any <laughs> of the creatives involved in this mm. were proud of the product they made. Oh, no, no, no you can't. The suits <laughs> fucked this. Yeah, you, you know it. You yeah. know it. Like, like, I couldn't yeah. agree more. 100%. The people I feel sorry for is like the dude who played his brother. Mm. Who I looked mm. him up at the Darren Barrow or something like that. Mm. This would have been his shot. Yeah. This was like, oh my God, I'm working with John Leguizamo and yeah. Christopher Lloyd on a show that's just been picked up by a big network, like for a pilot or whatever. Mm. And then to watch that back and just be like, oh my God. Not just God. watch that. I reckon it would have been read the script. And being like, oh, this is not what they promised no. me. Yeah. <laughs> like, I reckon, yeah. I reckon even the script, oh. I reckon there's probably a draft of this pilot that's better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they're like, what if we put a DeLorean in it? And someone else said that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's even, there's a draft that's better. There's even, like, at a, because this is what, 2012? Yeah. yeah. There's definitely, nobody wanted a laugh track in this. No, I guarantee you, nobody who created it wanted a laugh track in it, but someone at the network says, there's got to be a laugh track. Otherwise, Mm. how will they know when to laugh? (laughs) And then they've put it, they've added, and then it's just gone downhill from there. Yeah. And then slowly by slowly, because it's the hope that kills you, right? I think that's actually, yeah, 100%. It's the hope that kills you. Bit by bit, the people that hoped that it would be good started, and I think everyone at a certain point went, oh, it sucks. Mm. We know it sucks. Just do it and then get paid and yeah. move on to the next project. A hundred percent. That's 
A hundred percent. That is exactly. <laughs> this, this is, is a shame. shame. <laughs> this is a shame. That, uh, is not, that is exactly what happened. I didn't. I didn't even consider that. I just assumed there was someone who was like, "This is the shit," and it's like no one actually probably. Felt no, like no. This is you like can't watch this. It's it's mm. not like you watch this and go, "That is the worst television show I've ever seen." You mm. watch it and you're just like, "What the fuck was that?" Yeah. Like, I, I reckon. I reckon when you go back to the idea of someone sat down John Leguizamo and they're like. We want to do this iconic British sitcom about working class people or even mm. lower class people trying to get out of that, mm. you know, and it's mm. funny and it's sad and it's about family, but we're going to change it. We're going to make it about Latinos. We're going to like shift the the tone mm-hmm. and the style. He would have gone, that's the best fucking show I've ever heard in my life. Yes, mm. I'll mm-hmm. do that. Mm. I, I, I reckon my Sid the Sloth's going to start drying up soon. I need another <laughs> <Yeah>. constant <laughs> paycheck. Mm-hmm. And then just step by step by step. And I mm. reckon... When they said, we're going to do a DeLorean monster truck. I don't think that would... I think he signed the paper before mm. DeLorean mm. monster truck. Yeah, oh, 100%. And then he said that and they were just like, that's a shame. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I do think I do think when they made it, there was a bit of their back of their mind of, hopefully we get the series and we can work it out. Mm. Like, hopefully mm. hopefully they, they see what's good and then we can make it and then by season two, this is a killer show. <laughs> That's what oh, I reckon. Good old days. <laughs> it's rough. When it's that rough. Could happen. It was rough. Mm. It was a real rough watch. Mm. Um, and I'm so glad for our sake, Zach, that we don't have other episodes of this to watch. There's yeah. not a whole series. There's not a whole. Imagine it. if they'd given gotten the money for a whole series. You know what I mean? Well, maybe they would have figured it out. Where did where? What's a what's a really good pilot? <laughs> a what's good, a really good pilot? Yeah. Rare, rare pilots are rarely good. Pilots mm. are hard. Mm. Pilots are very because you've got to introduce mm. all the characters plus do a plot. Yeah, Buffy. Mm. Is that a good pilot? Yeah, it's a great pilot. Buffy. Um, Buffy. What's a is, good pilot? Is a pilot a pilot if it's episode one, but like the whole series was commissioned? Is it still a pilot? Rarely. No, it's do you more call it a pilot or do you just call it episode one. No, yeah, that's just episode one. I think a pilot mm. is where they at least write it to be considered. Mm. Do you know a great pilot? Sorry, Mish, is uh, Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Sorry. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> but that is a great pilot. Okay. Okay. Um, but no, rarely are they good. Even like um, great shows, like uh, I think I've read about, um, uh, what's the, 30 Rock apparently, their pilot. Mm. They did one pilot that, you can watch scenes mm. from and it's weird. It's different mm. cast and mm. everything. Mm. And then even the pilot that was for the show that got made is still rough because you've got to introduce all these characters. Yeah, you've that's got, true. You've got 22 minutes to introduce 10 characters and then have them go on a little adventure. Yeah. Mm. It's not conducive. It's, to good. it's wild. Like even the, the Seinfeld pilot was pretty bad. The yeah. first episode of Seinfeld. Mm. Um, but also, like, it's just wild. Imagine that time when you could just be like, oh, it's just a show about, like, stuff, I reckon. And <laughs> me and my mates, we just sort of talk about stuff we like. And, <laughs> like, and it'll find its feet. Imagine yeah. that. Imagine a Imagine. world in which a TV show, a TV network would go, yeah, cool. Yeah, give it a go. Let's we trust do it. You. <laughs> we yeah. trust you. <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing about America is it's like we talk about pilots. Season ones are really good. Like, tell mm. me a sitcom where mm. the first thing you do, when you tell someone to watch it, the first thing you don't say is not you got to get through season one. Yeah, get through gotta... season one. Season one sucks. But bro. I love that idea of like yeah. I reckon there's legs in there. Like, could you yeah. imagine it? I don't want to get too. But could you imagine an Australian executive saying, yeah. "I reckon there's something in this." <laughs> yeah. um, guys, I believe in it. <laughs> are you guys Breaking Bad fans? Yeah, big time. Yeah. Apparently, that based on this website. 
uh, is the best pilot. Do you know, I was actually going to point to that as one. I I disagree Mm. because the whole point of that show, I was actually going to say it as a bad one because the whole point of that show is that it's like a glacial change in Mm. character, that it's the idea of a character who, Mm. um, you know, makes a choice and then very gradually gets more and more in it. Mm. And I think that the pilot goes too far like the pilot to kind of hook people in and do all the things that a pilot does he it escalates too much and he kind of lands towards the where they almost have to pull it back like shit Mm. goes down in the pilot that shouldn't happen in that story until the end of season one i reckon yeah yeah i definitely go i reckon like breaking bad it that's why you've watched better call saul no i haven't yet but i've heard god i'm 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 re-watching it now it, I, I, I definitely, I mean, it's like, you can't say one's better than the other, I think yeah. it's not, but it's better. Um, <laughs> it's so good. And they don't have to rush yeah. because they have, they already have, you know, the legacy and everything and things can happen at their own pace. Yeah. And yeah. I actually think Better Call Saul goes for additional, how many seasons is Breaking Bad? Like five? Five, five. Think, Yeah. Cause yeah. Better Call Saul is six. Yeah. Wow. And Breaking Bad could have easily gone for another, an, an, an additional season at the start. Yeah, get, get into it slower because they were just—they really had to hook you in, and it mm. worked. I mean, it, we were all like, "Oh, cool, this is good." And maybe <laughs> I wouldn't have gotten hooked if they hadn't. No, mm, no, but know, it's that but... thing of like in the. Do you know? Because it's really funny. Because I remember with Better Call Saul, the first two seasons of it, people mm. were like, "Ah, eh, mm. it's a bit nothing. It doesn't really have the same." Mm. And then by the time it finished, everyone mm. that was watching it was like, "You have to watch this. It's as good as, if not better." Yeah, which yeah, tells yeah. me that it, they did exactly what you're describing. Mm. Well, you yeah, know they I mean? just they they took it slow, and it wasn't like it it was it, it it's so good from the start. I yeah. stand yeah. by that, but it's also like it's not. The stakes aren't nearly as high. Yeah, yeah. You know, at the, in the first, especially in the first couple of seasons, it's not like Breaking Bad, where it's like you know international, like big time guy, adult daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I was. I couldn't. I started losing. Greg, my train we've of given thought. you permission to do it. Just fucking <laughs> do it. You don't need to win us. We just get it. Need to get one more quick plug in for adult daddy. <laughs> we get it, Greg. You we get it. You gotta stop fucking. We've also, Greg, for you, mate. You're a successful guy, but I, I don't know if I need to tell you this, but you should promote your real podcast. Not no, 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 fuck anything I'm doing. <laughs> don't come. Don't listen to me. Don't look at me until adult daddy exists. I don't want to be seen or spoken about. Um, do we have any final thoughts? No. <laughs> I'm so glad it just doesn't exist. Yeah. And I'm so upset that I watched it. Yeah. I feel my, my, my heart goes out to Dustin Yabara. Mm. Yeah. That, that's what I thought because I was like, that's a, a new comedian. He hadn't done much mm. before it. Yeah. And I reckon he was like, this is it. And I, I could see the drinks with his mm. friends. Mm. I could see the phone call with his mother. And the sitcom, yeah, and then role. And then watching it and just mm. being like, oh, my God. Yeah. That's it's not. sad. Sad. It's a sad time, but that's that's the thing about the the the, the, the I was going to say podcast, the pilot, mm. is it's not like it's not like oh man, this is so bad, it's funny. This isn't the room. It's no. just like oh, it's just a really boring yeah. sitcom that was clearly too many cooks in the kitchen, and yeah. it has seven Back to the Future jokes in it when Christopher <laughs> Lloyd's in it, <laughs> which is ridiculous. Why? Um, 
So at the end of every episode, we give a Leguistamo rating. I'd like to make mm. it very clear to anyone who hasn't listened before, a Leguistamo rating is not a rating out of five in terms of what we thought of the episode. It's more so how leguizamo we it was. Mm. And despite... Do you mind if I go first? Yeah, yeah. Despite yeah. the fact he was the lead role, mm. despite the fact he looked great mm. and mm. he's still a Always phenomenal done. actor, mm. I am still only going to give this two and a half Leguistamos mm. because I feel like they stripped any leguizamo away from it. Could have been played by somebody else. I didn't feel a lot of him in it. Mm. And... Um, yeah, that's I'm, I'm giving it two and a half Leguistamos. That's fair, Mish. I, I'll jump in now and I'll say, uh, you know, you described it as uh, as a you know Dad Guzamo dressed up as Hollywood Guzamo, yeah. which which I actually think, yeah, that's a fair point. But I really do think this is a great example of Daddy Guzamo. Um, he's really working that jacket in the first scene. Um, <laughs> You're a dog. Yeah, go on. No, and I, I just think, I just think, I, I, I think I really do agree with you, Mish. I, I really do agree with you that this, he, he's playing a Latino swindler. This, this should have been sexy. It should have been fun. It yeah. should have been spicy. Uh, and we got none of that. Yeah. Uh, and for that. For that alone, I, I think I give it two Leguistamos. Oh, okay, cool. I thought you were going to do some sort of dick thing. Where I gave it five But I'm going to give it five. Yeah. Would you have been legitimately upset yes, if I gave it five? Yes, because when you do that, people are like, I'm with Zach. Because it doesn't matter what, like, I'm with Zach. Maybe you didn't know what fuck you're talking about. Yeah, right. I, I didn't know I was creating that kind of discourse. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, I should, uh, maybe I should start uh, getting on the Instagram and if there's the negative discourse. Using some situations that have been created in our DMs. Thank you, Greg. I don't. I don't understand what it's Leguistamo. Yeah. Is the is the, yeah. the rating? What's the start? All right, isn't so, it Leguizamo? So it's a Leguistamo. How many Leguistamos do you give it out of five? Yeah. Um. So for example, uh, have you seen Romeo and Juliet? Baz Luhrmann's. Yeah. yeah That's yeah. a five Leguistamo film. No, no. I I understand. Yeah. I'm, I'm, what I'm what I'm confused yeah. about is the name Leguistamo yeah. versus yeah. Leguizamo. Stars. Five many stars. Oh, five like stars. A pun yeah. on the stars. Oh, one of our stars. listeners. It's quite clever, really. Yeah. One of our listeners yeah. came up with it, and we forgot who, so we yeah. never credit them. Leguistamos. So okay, so if it's yeah, it's it's based on the Legus Leguizamo. How Leguizamo is this? Is yeah, how Leguizamo we piece of art? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I would say it really it relies too heavily on the Christopher Lloyd and the Back to the Future. Mm. Okay. It doesn't have a sense of feeling. It feels like just another sitcom. It doesn't have a sense of feeling unique. And when I think of Leguizamo, I think of unique. Mm. It doesn't have any. The the Leguizamo ness for me is is there in the sense that he is cast in it, mm. and that's it. Yeah, it's a it's so the bare minimum for me is one Leguistamo. Okay. Yeah, and there's right. one Leguistamo. There's one Leguistamo in it, mm. <laughs> but the thing has nothing of what I yeah. love about Leguistamo. Yeah, yeah, that's just great. by merely having the mm. shell of John Leguistamo yeah. gives it a one star. Yeah, if there was if the, if Leguistamo if Leguistamo did a did a Film where he like played a clone. There was a clone of. Mm. There was two Leguizamos in it. <laughs> Would that automatically have a base score of two Leguizamos based May- on your? Maybe. And mm. but here's the thing: I've just imagined a film 
and stop me if this is a bad film. Yeah. Is it multiplicity? It's no. Because <laughs> I was definitely thinking of it's a combination of multiplicity yeah. and end of days. Yeah. This is this is less thought out than it, either of those. This is it's called Leguizamo, Leguizamo, Leguizamo. <laughs> and it just starts off with like John Leguizamo standing there and you can hear a beat and he's looking at the camera just bopping his head like this. Yeah. And he's just going, one Leguizamo, one Leguizamo. <laughs> and then another one goes, and pops out of him. And then the two Leguizamo. And they're slowly marching towards the camera. Yeah. And then another one like pops out of them and it's like it. It mo- it's um, what you call it? Um, what, what do they call it? With yeah, the, where it um, it's so uh, you go from one to two to four yeah. to, to four eight. To eight to, yeah, before yeah, you know 16. it, you've got trillions and trillions of Leguizamos. That's a great and, fucking and just, film. They're just <laughs> so you're saying that based yeah. on that, on your your, then there's nothing wrong with this girl. I'm not coming for you, mm, yeah, but yeah. based on your scoring system, mm. that mo- that would instantly be five Leguistamos because you can't go higher and there's tw- trillions of hits. Yeah, well, because I, mean, I would suggest that despite the fact there's a lot of Leguizamo in that. Are film you you're serious? Describing. Would you seriously give for any by any? <laughs> I think by yeah. any system we have ever developed around like Mastamos, Mitch, the, the film that Greg has just described <laughs> is an automatic five leg Mastamo. There's nothing but leg There's nothing, nothing beyond. There is no, I can't imagine. That is, that is like Wasamo distilled to its purest form. I was just, I was being devil's advocate. Yeah, I'm but saying. If you got Leguizamo and you evaporated all the moisture. And then you just, and then you ground that into a powder, condensed, and condensed it, and then compressed that powder into a single tiny little grain. Mm. That's what this movie is. It's the most. It's nothing but legless. Greg, I can't tell you if I was an executive, right? You're talking to the two people. If we were executives Mm. and we were at the opposite end of the table, and you pitched that movie to us, (laughs) yeah. You would be the luckiest boy in the world because we would give you the money to make that film. <laughs> That's wild. Because we love John Leguizamo. Yeah, this I, yeah. You know, I'm starting to pick up on that. And I think I think that, you know, like as much as, you know, we've shit on the suits in the networks and mm, stuff, mm. that's probably why you aren't executives and why <laughs> you should never be. Because that movie would lose so much money. That's fucked Well, it depends movie. how much you spend on but it. That's true. It, it can't cost that much to make. But how long is the movie? An I hour mean, and a half. Oh, so it's an hour. I was thinking yeah. it's like a nine-minute YouTube clip. But no, this no, is an no, hour and a half. No, it's an hour and a half. That would go get to trillions. Firstly, I don't think it would cost very much to make. Yeah, you just got to get a white psych. You pay him with back end. Yeah. yeah. So. 100%. <laughs> yeah. So, so it's not costing that much. And I'm yeah. sorry. They, that's going viral. That's going to be ve- like people yeah. are going to be like, "What the fuck if, is this?" Yeah, it, totally. And if you if you if if you're worried about having too many Leguizamos on mm. screen just because of like literally a, a computer that can't handle that mm. processing power, you can stop when it gets to like to as many as you want, mm. as many as you can physically handle mm. on that rig, and then just have them just start looking at each other going Leguizamo hoo ha hoo ha Leguizamo and then just that yeah that's pretty Leguizamo-y it's all pretty yeah Yeah. pretty strong thank you for that Greg Greg thank you Um, you've got a new podcast I've got a new podcast it's called Will You Be My Adult Daddy (laughs) (laughs) Um, it's no I have a podcast called The Greg Larson Show but I will it's called The Greg Larson Show Mm. it's about 
it's nothing. Seinfeld. Hello. It's it's just a sh- I just it's just a podcast where each week I do a funny thing and I'm definitely going to do an episode where I ask people to be my adult. <laughs> I love please, that so please much. Definitely going to do that. Yeah. Um, it's a fun uh, little podcast, and I'm also doing a live show that's coming up. Mm. Yeah, um, great. It's called Revolting. I'm doing it in Perth, uh, Melbourne, Sydney. Hello. Uh, Adelaide. Yeah. See it. It's great. Good. Yeah. Fuck great. you. Google Greg Larson for details. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on the pod, Thank Greg. You, Greg. It's Thank always you. a big ask when we ask mates on to and watch, make them watch something. Yeah, yeah. Without exactly exp- – this was one of those examples where I didn't exactly explain to Greg what the podcast <laughs> was about. <laughs> I was just messaging him. I was like, hey, Greg. Want to do our pod? He's like, yeah. I'm like, watch this. <laughs> and then fucked like, off out of that situation. <laughs> Thank you so much, Greg. Uh, Tom, can you please take us away with, hey, Tom, it's been a while since you've had to do an outro, Ooh. okay? Can you please um, create some theme music for Adopt Me Adult Daddy? <laughs> Greg produced for his podcast and just end the episode with that. Thank you so much. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.